Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, my name is Bryce Watts, and this is the NF Ladies Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk exclusively to the women in the NFL to learn about how they navigate this life in the league. The players are always the ones in the spotlight, but I want to highlight the women who are the support systems behind the scenes. Let's do it. NF Ladies podcast. Last week we had on guest Amy Patrick. That was a really good episode. I really enjoyed our conversation. So if you haven't heard that yet, go and listen to it. It's a great one. I've actually had some people contact me saying that Annie has inspired them and they want to go out and get a full-time job or they want to do what they've always wanted to do. And that's what this is all about. Inspiring people to go out and do what they want to do and to be their own person and to just follow your dreams and your passions. You don't just have to follow around your significant other, no matter if they're in the league or not, you can go and do what you've always wanted to do. In that relationship, you guys are supposed to complement each other. You're supposed to support each other equally. It's not just a one-way street where you are a partner. You have a partner. This is a partnership and really experiencing the league in that way in the form of a partnership where even if you have chosen to follow your significant other in the league you are still able to do what you want to do you are still able to have a job follow your dreams do what you're passionate about and especially go after what you want Annie talked about on her episode how her job wasn't just a job yes it is work and it is stressful and it's not always fun because again it is a job but when you're passionate about what you do it makes it more worthwhile you feel like you are making a difference and that's what Annie had said that she wanted to do she wanted to make a difference. In a sense, you're already doing that. You're helping people become more comfortable in their bodies. You want to represent people throughout all parts of their life, not just when they're young. You want to be able to be there in all parts of these people's lives. She said she didn't want it to be just purely transactional. It was really about creating a environment, an environment of inclusivity. And doing what you want to do may look different for everybody. It's not the same thing all around. Like I'm doing this podcast. I'm having these different social media outlets because we can during this time. It's something that I can do on the go. Or if that's a traditional route where you want to go into an office and have that type of job and then be able to travel back and forth for games. It's just whatever you're able to do with your own lifestyle and what you want to do. So that's what Annie talked about a lot in her episode. Go listen to episode 13. It was a really good one. I did want to bring up because this podcast is meant to be one where I'm able to go wherever I need to go. I can record wherever that there will potentially be some noises in the background. You might hear a plane, a car, maybe even a train depending on where we go. But there will be some stuff like that in the audio because it's kind of depends on where we are, where we move to. I'm currently in a different room than I was recording last week, last year. Last year we were in Texas, Houston, Texas, and very obviously we are no longer there, but I was recording in a tiny closet with a carpet there. So the sound was a little bit different. Now I I am recording at my parents' house, has carpet in the room, but it's a little bit bigger. So the sound is going to be different based on where we are. So just bear with me. I will be trying to edit all that stuff out, but we are going to go through this together and it's just something that I'm going to have to roll with. And that's the point of this podcast, right? Dealing with what you're, what's thrown at you. So if I'm in a room where there is no carpet, I'm going to buy a rug and record on that small area of space and maybe cover 
cover myself with a blanket to contain the sound, do something ridiculous, all for the sake of the podcast, but so that I can make this something that I'm able to actually keep up and keep up with, I kind of just have to deal with where I am at that point in time, but just figure it out creatively as I go. So thank you for sticking it out with me. If you do hear stuff like that, I am doing the best that I can to cut those things out. And yeah, that's what this is all about. So we'll deal with it together. We have just finished week four of the NFL season. It seems like it is going by fast but slow at the same time. And I know my NF ladies know what I'm talking about. It's also winding into the holiday season, which I am so excited about. It was a little bit overcast here the other day in California. So it had me feeling very cozy. It doesn't really rain here much, so I don't get that or any snow, but I was getting in my cozy vibe. I was ready for fall. I'm ready to be a fall girl and get all the seasonal stuff. Not really a pumpkin spice latte type person, but I like baking a lot and making seasonal stuff so I feel ready for that with the weather coming in now. It always surprises me every week when I see how many people are going down due to injury or even after the game they look like they were fine but then it's released that something actually happened in the game and I feel like we're so used to seeing this until we actually stop and look at it and say that this is this is something that's so devastating to that individual player you know you spend all offseason getting ready for football and just like that something can happen that is completely out of your control and when you look at maybe the news and you see okay they're out for a couple weeks it says you know two to four weeks it doesn't sound like a long time but if you're that person that is a long time you know you're having to rehab yourself so you can be back for this 18 week season something that you've prepared for all year and you have to go back and prepare for it even though you spent all of off season doing that but just getting back into it making sure that you're healthy to go back out there and do it safely so you're not just rushing out there just to get out there and potentially get injured again so it's really important that you can rehab yourself back to full health but just when the fans think about you being out for let's say two or four weeks it doesn't seem like a long time because you're still going to see them in that season but when you see somebody go down you know that you're going to be the one behind the scenes you know people just see okay I won't be seeing them for a couple weeks on the field but we're the ones who have to deal with that behind the scenes you know we're obviously going to be there and help them in any way that we can but it is something super stressful and just super taxing obviously not just on you but on him and him trying to get back out there so seeing that happen throughout the season it really every time I see I just I just feel so bad for the player because again they have worked out all season for this but it's better to go back and rehab it to full strength rehab yourself to full strength than to go back out there and just to get injured again and you know football isn't something that you're going to do all your life it's really making sure that you're taking your own health into consideration that you will be able to pick up your kids or go on a run when you're 30 or 35 years old or even 50 years old not like 50 is old here and I'm not saying that at all but just being able to actually do those things and I'm sure you're going to have a little bit of pain doing it just being an athlete you have more miles on your body than maybe who didn't somebody who didn't play sports in college and especially in the professional league but making sure you're okay for after football is really important and something that I I don't think a lot of people think during the time because you're go 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 and you do whatever you can to stay on the field but after football ends making sure that you are okay and you're healthy and you're going to be able to live a full and healthy life after football because there are so many moving parts to football it's not just the injuries it's things that are happening behind the scenes but all we see is okay this person was released from this team they're getting traded to this team but we may not know what is going on behind the scenes and that's something that I have seen personally happen this season and what I've been trying to do actually is contact that person and I don't mean contact them and bombard them and ask them what's wrong or what's happening where are you going do you need any help like this but just messaging them 
something on Instagram, text them, seeing if they're okay, seeing if they're doing fine without prying too much into the problem. I want that individual to know that I am there and I'm thinking of them if they wanted to talk. And just, you know, having somebody think about you, not just in the good times, not just congratulating them when something good happens, but if something bad, inevitably bad happens in the league, just also being there for that individual as well. No matter if you've had one or two conversations, just because this is such a close-knit community, letting them know that there are people in the league who care about you even if you are not on a team, if something isn't going quite to plan, but being there. So not just in the good times when they are in the field, but behind the scenes as well. So that's something that I've really been trying to do is reach out to those people and letting them know that hey I can be somebody to talk to if you want to talk to and I really like that about this podcast too is I'm not just saying the good things that happen in the league I'm also talking about the bad things that happen in the league the the realization that this isn't what everybody thinks it is it is you know we're real people and this is a real job experience this is a crazy job experience but you are going to experience those highs and lows as in every job you just have to deal with them in usually a more public way except for if that bad thing happens and you are no longer on a team and then you are not currently relevant for the next month or a couple weeks and that's something that we've experienced too so I just want to make sure that people know that I'm there and that's actually something that when we were released from the Jets the first team that we were on I had an amazing group of Jets ladies who after we were released from the second team that we were on they reached out to me and just wanted to check in on me see if I was okay we're still inviting me to events because we had moved back to Morristown New Jersey to stay in our condo there but they just reached out they asked me if I was okay if I wanted to talk to them and I know they didn't want to do it in a way where they were bringing up that negative thing that happened to us but just letting me know hey if you want to still hang out with us we're here if you want to talk to us we're here here and that was the start of me thinking hey I want to also do what these women did for me and being there even when it's not football related even if it's just hanging out with me or talking to me because you are friends in this you're friends in football and you're friends outside of football and you have these relationships for life and you know that's what a real friend does a real friend is there for you even in the bad times especially during season when things seem really really bad the highs are super high and you ride them with everybody but the lows are super low and you usually ride those alone so make sure if you can when the thought crosses your head oh maybe I should contact this person contact that person they will appreciate it I've always remembered the times that people have reached out to me when something like that has happened and not like I said in a prying way like oh what's happening where are you going to go this time but saying hey I hope you guys are okay I've seen your Instagram stories whatever I've seen you don't even have to mention that you've seen what happened just say hey I'm hoping that you're doing well you guys look like you're doing great and you know that opens up the door for them to say something to you if they want for them to talk to you if they want so giving them the option and the opportunity to do that without prying it's something that they won't forget and something that I haven't forgotten all of these years in the league just be there for your friends you know especially during the league and if you see something bad happening and I'm sure not a lot of people will be reaching out to them as when something good happens or they sign a new contract because everybody wants to ride the highs but nobody wants to experience the lows so speaking of riding the highs and the lows I don't know how I came across this but I had typed in dating a football player or what it's like dating a football player I know it's more I was gonna say broad but instead of saying NFL player because that can be applicable to anybody in high school college NFL 
but I looked something up like that and I came across an article from a lady. I ended up doing a little bit of research on her and it didn't look like she had currently or ever dated an NFL player and it looks like she actually did, does nails, is a nail artist, but she wrote an article about the pros and cons of dating a football player. And when I really got down to it, it was a website talking about relationship scams, but I just thought it was a, it was funny that that article was even on there and reading it, it's everything that people think would be on there. It's everything, all the stereotypes that you think it would be like to date an NFL player and not really what it's like to date an NFL player. I'm going to read a couple things from there because I thought it was funny. And this was a site advertising for a dating site, two dating sites actually, where you could either, as this says, find a professional football player to date or someone who is interested in football. Those are two very different things. I am very interested in football, but I am not a professional football player. So I could potentially be on this website based on that, but also the implication that you would meet a professional football player on these two dating websites to me seems absurd because I've heard some of the ways that my friends have met people and it's definitely not through dating websites because it's pretty easy for them to find somebody to date when they are such hot commodities. I thought that was pretty funny that that statement was even put in there at all and that was before all of this other stuff in the article. So I wrote down some points that I actually thought were pretty funny and I wanted to throw in here and obviously debunk because this isn't really how it's like in the league at all. Obviously she wouldn't know she's not in the league, clearly, but I thought it was funny because these are the stereotypes that you think about when you think about dating an NFL player and not everything that actually comes along with it. So first, she said that everybody, the significant others, coaches' wives, the equipment managers' wives and significant others, they all talk to each other. We all hang out. There are great group organizations that we all get to meet each other at, which there are, but not everybody does them. We don't all know somebody when we go to a team. You know, you're changing teams sometimes so often that you don't know the new people coming in or out in it, or if you are on one team for a certain period of time, that you don't always get to meet the people who are cycling in and out of that team because it's a lot. Things happen all the time. Trades happen, releases happen happen all the time and you just don't get the opportunity to know people some of the time and the fact that she thought that we all were just hanging out and going to these awesome brunches and going to games together and we get boxes in the stadiums. I have never gotten a box. I'm always standing out in the rain or shine. I mean when the Jets, we were at the Jets stadium, it was so hot or so cold because it was an open air stadium and that I feel like is one of the places you shouldn't but Texas had a closed indoor stadium and it was awesome because who wants to sit out in that Houston heat? I do not. I am a California girl. It is brutal. She thinks that everyone knows and talks to each other on the team and that we meet really famous athletes and celebrities all the time. I have never once been to an event where I've met a really famous celebrity or athlete. I have actually never been to one of the events that really is put on for the players before. I know Chad went to Taste of the Jets when he was in New York, but that was in 2017 or 2018, and I wasn't even there yet, so I didn't even get to go to that. I didn't get to do any of the New York stuff. So I've never been to any one of these events, and we've been in the league going on six years. So what, where are these events that you're talking about, lady? I would love to be invited to one. One of the cons that she does mention is when you're on a winning team and when you are on a losing team. She talks about how your significant other when you're on a winning team is super happy all the time, jovial, they're joking around, they are obviously in a better mood, obviously, because if you're on a winning team, what's to be upset or sad about? And then she addressed if you are on a losing team, it's going to be stressful to him and therefore stressful to you. So having to deal with that, if there are injuries, that's another one she brought up. 
But a huge thing that she didn't bring up or that people don't realize is being released from a team, is being traded from a team. Just being on a winning or losing team isn't the only thing that happens. Those aren't the only, you know, wins and losses that you take in the in the league, if I, if I may. So thinking that it's black and white like that. Well, if they're on a winning team, they're going to be in a good mood. Or if they are on a losing team, they are going to be in a bad mood. Which for the most part, I would agree with that statement, but it totally neglects the trading and being let go and moving to multiple teams and having to move to different states. Even in the pro, she had said that traveling, traveling can be something exciting for you. You get to go and meet these women. You get to go and see different places that you never would have gotten to see. She mentioned that you can't always stay in the hotel with your guy in the hotel room. You can never do that. You are never allowed in their hotel room when they're traveling. She mentioned maybe you'll be able to have a date night and go out and sightsee with your significant other. Not if you have somebody who's super serious though, who wants to focus the day before a game, which I feel like most people do that. So no, that is never a possibility going on a date or seeing something with your significant other. It's either you're going by yourself or you're gonna meet one or two of the ladies there that you would talk to on Instagram DM. <laughs> but she doesn't mention the moving. She doesn't mention potentially having to go to four states in one season, which is what I did. I flew out to New Jersey after I graduated Berkeley. I went from California to New Jersey. And then we went New Jersey to Massachusetts. Then Massachusetts back to New Jersey, then to Tennessee, then to Colorado, and then I went home to California. That is not something that's mentioned. You would just say, oh, it's so nice to fly to all these places to get the opportunity to be in these different states that you never would have gotten to go if it hadn't been for football, but completely disregards all the other moving that happens. The moving that's not so fun. Yeah, it was great seeing those states, but I could have seen those in, you know, a couple years span. I didn't have to see them all within four months. I would have been totally content with seeing those in the next couple years and not just moving with my cat by myself. I would have been fine with that, but that's not something that's brought up at all. But I think that's also something that other people think of the league. You are either in a good mood and you're happy because you're on a winning team or you're in a bad mood because you are on a losing team. But there is so much more to it than that. There's so much more stuff that is going on behind the scenes. And you may only see when a person gets picked up or released and then not follow that person. You're following the team, so you don't really know what happens with that individual behind the scenes. And that goes for the injuries too. You see, okay, an injury, like I mentioned earlier, an injury, okay, two to four weeks. For the most part, I don't think people are following those individuals. They're following the team that they're on and saying, okay, I'll see them back on the field in two or four weeks. That's another huge thing where it's it's another part of the lifestyle or it's another part of the occupation. It comes with the job. It's a high intensity job where you're using your body, you're putting your body on the line every day. And for the most part, injuries are inevitable, unfortunately. So that's another thing that I would say is a con, but more in depth than it was stated in the article. I wanna read the wrap up of her article because I thought it was funny, it was a paragraph. So I'm gonna read straight from it, just highlighting everything that she had said in the article, everything, the pros and cons of dating a football player based on her. Let me read this to you. Dating a football player has far more benefits than downsides, but it's incredibly important to understand how you fit into his lifestyle keyword his. High profile athletes will be under a great deal of scrutiny. And so you might end up dealing with reporters camped outside your house every now and then. Never. You will be photographed. Uh-uh. You might not see your man very often during season. These are things that cannot be changed even if he wanted to change them. For all of these reasons, understanding what you're getting into is key. If you can learn to work with the demands on his schedule and make it work for you, the rewards are great. So that whole paragraph 
neglected to talk about the relationship or the partnership. It was just discussing you and how you are gonna fit into his lifestyle, how you are going to deal with his lifestyle and how you want your relationship to be. There were no inclusive words to you two and I don't think that's a good way to start in the league as being very individualistic going into a relationship because this is an occupation where you both have to be on the same page because understanding is key because you're going to have to have these difficult discussions if you do end up moving, get traded, stuff like that. But these conversations are sometimes had within a couple years when if you weren't living this lifestyle, they would have spanned over five, 10, 15 years. So you're condensing this relationship into a couple years, having these conversations that you didn't think you would need to have for a long time. You're having them now. And I would say the end of that paragraph or that paragraph in general was just talking about wanting to be a part of that lifestyle, wanting to date a football player because of everything that you think it's going to be and not just being there or being there for the person that you supposedly care about, that you supposedly love. It doesn't talk about that at all. It just talks about you and what you will gain from it and the people that you will meet and all the celebrities that you will be surrounded by. So if you can deal with his lifestyle potentially being photographed outside your home, it talks about cheating also. So again, this is just telling me that she is just looking from the outside in of these professional athletes and not what it's really like to date an athlete. I just think it's funny to to put these things out there when you don't know anything about them. It'd be like me writing an article on quantum physics. So I wanted to share that with you guys so that you can laugh with me too. I thought it was pretty funny. So I'm gonna talk about it on here and I got to talk about a bunch of different points. So thank you, this anonymous individual. So as we're getting further into the season, I have been getting even more organized so that I am able to just get up and move last minute if need be. So I've really been organizing a lot of my stuff. I actually made a video on our YouTube channel, Bryce and Chad, the NFL couple, about how I pack, how I pack efficiently and bring everything that we need so we don't have to buy new stuff every time we go to a place, but also doing it efficiently and so it can be compact as well. We don't hire a moving company, we just pack up our cars and we go. So this works out for us and I've also linked in that video the items that I've used as well. So I have boxes that are collapsible, I have these storage bins that I can put a bunch of different stuff in. I usually put our clothes in vacuum seal bags and put them in those. So you can find that on my YouTube channel and bookmark that to see if you wanna try and pack like that. It was It's really efficient for us. It's taken me a couple of years to kind of figure out what we need to bring and what we don't need to bring and just so that we don't spend extra money going somewhere. And it helps me keep track of our stuff so that we don't have five different hand vacuums every time we go to a new place. I actually catalog stuff and put them in boxes so that's easy for us to bring. I'm also looking to drive this season So I'm looking to just pack up my car and then get Chad shipped um, the next couple of weeks when we do move. So I'm just trying to make sure that it's compact. I have a smaller two-door car, so it's kind of difficult to fit a lot of stuff in there. So I kind of got to Tetris my way through there. But with all the stuff that I have bought and accumulated, it makes it a lot easier to just pack efficiently and just pack what we need for the next couple weeks and just live with a limited amount of stuff. So I'm basically subject to wearing whatever we have packed with us, which is my why I don't have a style per se right now. I just wear whatever's there. A lot of times my style is Chad shirts and yoga pants because that's the thing that I have accessible to me. Thank goodness I can wear his shirts. He can't wear mine. So booyah, I get two closets in one. I'm also preparing in the sense that I am staying in shape for that because moving is so stressful on my body. I have a really bad back. So last year I threw it out and wasn't able to get off the floor for two days. And then after I had to fly home like that, it was horrible. It took me about a week and a half to be able to actually move 
at a normal pace and to not limp or yeah limp anymore because it was affecting my legs too so so I need to stay in shape because who else is gonna move our stuff if Chad is gone my cat definitely won't help he has no thumbs so I've also been working on my hips you know making sure that I'm nice and flexible nice and stretchy so when I make that long drive I will be able to get out and not limp all around because I'm so stiff from the long drive so that's the kind of stuff that's my motivation for working out nowadays coming from somebody who's played who's played soccer all their life and who went to college playing soccer I am now working out so that I can make a long drive and move into our next house. <laughs> and I'm going to end this podcast on, I was going to say a lighter note, but these ones are kind of brutal this week. NF ladies read mean tweets. I will keep these ladies anonymous and let you realize how insane some people are. I'm going to use the default name John Smith so that I don't, not, I don't mention this player, but here is the first one. John Smith, dot, 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 in a game, dot, dot, dot. Why? So obviously this is directed at this woman's significant other, her husband, kind of rude, not kind of, actually rude, opinion not wanted, but this is also said by somebody who probably played high school football and who quote, injured himself and that's why he wasn't able to play in college. Nah, hun, you just weren't good enough to play in college. So thanks for your opinion on Twitter and keep watching that game from the couch. This next individual who sent me some tweets, these were brutal. These actually had me stressed out myself because of the things that were being said. Completely unnecessary and absolutely just disgusting behavior from people who have in their bios, proud father of three, or they have a photo, their icon photo is them kissing their significant other. If I was dating one of these individuals, I would be disgusted that that's what they would say to a complete stranger and think it was okay. So I'm gonna read the first one. I'm going to omit a couple things just to keep this anonymous, but I will read the first DM that she got. This was sent directly to her account from a complete stranger. Quick question here. How are you actually proud of your scumbag piece of husband? He's a terrible player. You should be embarrassed, not proud, but I wouldn't expect you to know anything about the game. You're probably just as scummy as he is. You're just a warm hole with legs. I don't even know how to respond to that one repulsive. One of these is extremely offensive and I am not even going to read it. No bleeps necessary because the whole thing is revolting throughout. Here's another one from the same individual. This is on a post. This isn't even a private DM. LOL. You're really proud of this scumbag. All he do is miss tackles, but I guess for a like yourself, that's a step up from whatever you opened your legs for in the past. I, I'm not even going to respond to any of these, so I'm just going to keep reading the next ones. I can't respond to them. It's, they're horrible. Another one. You sound like a battered wife. Next one. Looks like an absolute Only true scumbag could date a POS line you. He meant to say like, but messed up in his insult. Funny. This is from an individual with his significant other in the icon photo. Dude's a huge I guarantee he hit a woman before and threw temper tantrums when he lost in video games. And the last one, her, I did. These ones, when she sent them to me, I have no words. I was shocked and my heart started beating so fast just because it was revolting and that anybody would send that to another person and think it was okay and have these on their bios that they're proud to be married to this person and that person and that they have kids. So yeah, I'm going to end it on that super bleak note. Sorry, everybody, but I think that had to be said. And these people are saying this on public forums and think it's okay. I don't understand how I was supposed to monitor what I put on Facebook when I was trying to get into college, but these people can say this stuff and still have jobs and can still walk around and be normal human beings in society. You don't act like this to somebody else, especially online. So that just shows you some of the stuff that we have to go through during season and I would definitely put that in the cons list on that ladies article. So that is the end of episode 14 of the NF Ladies podcast. If you do enjoy this podcast, please go on to Apple Podcasts and give it five stars and a review. It really helps move me up in the rankings. So thank you for listening. I will see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to episode 14 of the NF Ladies podcast. My intro and outro music called Not Ready Yet is written, produced, and sung by my friend Kira Grove. Again, my name is Bryce Watts, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.